Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Off, I'm on the mood, you do it. Of course, I'll start this one off. Did I ever tell you the time when I uh, kind of lost it in the cinema? There are several. It, be, it, to, it, 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 it could to, be any. Of to be fair, mate, there are quite a few. Okay, but just to say, I kind of lost it with the cinema instead of the actual people. You, you, you beat a building? This is new. Please, pray tell. <laughs> so, on for legal reasons, I can't name which cinema it was, but it's clearly what's in the world. Thanks, <laughs> Yeah, I went to see a, uh, a, a just a small film called John Wick. Oh, it's a tiny independent film. Yeah, I've not really heard of it. Cool. Indie, indie classic, yeah. Like that. Mm. yeah, and uh, you can imagine this is an IMAX screen, and I'm thinking, yes, I'm good to go here. Cinema is packed. No one is not saying the words. Lights are down. Sound bumping. I see the words John Wick, BBFC, thinking, yes, this is it. I'm all good to go. The film starts and I'm watching a silent movie. Now, unless John Wick has morphed into Charlie Chaplin, I didn't pay money to see a silent film. You sure you didn't? There's a retro version, the silent one. Only a few people get to see it, but see it, big man. So, did you know that? Like, the... I'm now gone and completely threw out my seat, n- nearly gone down the flight of stairs in speed. Gone to the manager of sorry mate, I think there's a problem with the sound. The manager turned and told me there ain't nothing wrong with the sound. I'm like, is it? Wanna put your head in the door, mate? Which he did. And uh, saw a picture and heard nothing. And then the film stopped. Then restarted again. For the second time. Yet again. Crowd's ready. John Wick, Lion Gate, good to go. Now we have sound. But no picture. What in the... Okay. Um... <laughs> yeah. Just tell us you got to see it. Just tell us oh, you got to see it with sound. Yes, yes. Other time lucky. Got to see it for in its all glory. But that's it. something we'll discuss at a later date. But more importantly, let's get into the main things. Good evening and hello to everyone that's listening. Welcome to the podcast that we all love to do. Sis, how are you today? Wow, man has taken over. Welcome to... And that's how I messed up. 
uh, a podcast talking about nerdery geekism and all else in between, hosted by Big Man, weird special guests, myself, and a very poorly instant classic. Yes, Mr. Classic, sir, how are we feeling? I've had bad days, but I will live. Oh, bless. Well, with that in mind, and hope everyone in this thing is doing really well and doing better, or taking care of themselves if they're not, um, I want to take you both on a little journey. I went down a rabbit hole, guys. Uh, this little one thing uh, took me down a rabbit hole where I had to stop and go, okay, at six pages, I think I need to do a series on this at another time. So I'm going to just say to you guys, um, a, a time... The time is seven o'clock and it's BBC mm -hmm. and it's either a Wednesday or a Thursday. I'm not quite sure where, cause the research was, it was a bit of a struggle and you have a choice of what you can watch. Now we're talking about a time when you, you, the options were, were varied. You could go anywhere from the littlest hobo on a Sunday to uh, Benji Sachs and the alien prince. Mm -hmm. But I thought I would talk about one of my favourite things to watch on a Wednesday at 7 o'clock or a Thursday at 7 o'clock. I can't remember which one, the BBC. Okay. And that was uh, something that directly led, no even joking, to Terminator. Really? Okay. Something that has links to Big Trouble in North China. Something that has links to A Nightmare on Elm Street. And something that also has links to Mormonism. Okay. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, something about before that you're going to say Manimal or something. Yes, brother! Are you serious? Oh my God. I am not joking. I today am going to talk about Manimal. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, brother, you are in my head and I absolutely love it because you are actually in my brain. Yes, I want to talk about the short-lived series, Manimal, which lasted for one season and eight episodes. Yeah, I was going to say it had eight episodes. It was only eight episodes? Yeah. Only eight episodes. Oh. Came one of the brainchilds of Glenn A. Larson, which is why I talk about a rabbit hole. Glenn A. Larson is like one of the pillars of our, of like our childhood growing up. And it also seems like looking into it that Glenn A. Larson had like as many hits as misses. And it's this kind of thing where the eighties were this very, this strange time mm -hmm. where there was much more, like you were allowed to experiment a bit more and you were allowed to put some really weird concepts out there just to see what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like things like, like I said, uh, I don't need to remember Benji Zax and the alien prince. Yes, I do. Because that don't. was a oh, sorry, you I don't remember it. No, I I'm gonna put a trailer in the. It, it's it's like it's like a littlest hobo, but with Benji's axe and the alien prince, and then the prince lands here, and yeah, it's one of those Sunday ones, like Gentle Ben kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, back to Manimal. So this is one season, eight episodes, uh, 1983, and um i think the thing about manimal is that i mean first off Simon mccorkendale is the main character is the main lead uh melody 
backed up by Melody Anderson, who we know from uh, Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. And for the pilot only, Glenn Tubman. But for the pilot only. He didn't do the rest of the series. Yeah, I always remember, because we had the pilot on video. Yes, we did. And then all of a sudden it was replaced by a different black man. Yep. Um, <laughs> Michael D. Roberts. Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, no relation. Yeah, cause... No relation. Because <laughs> Powell, Powell, the only thing I can remember him from was Gremlins, the first Gremlins film. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, cause I always remember, like, watching the pilot on the video, on the video years and years ago. Yeah. And then randomly seeing multiple episodes with this other black guy. Yeah. So, the premise of, for those who don't know, the premise of Manimal, that's actually the name, it's not, it's not a joke. The premise of Manimal is, uh, Mike, uh, the Robert, um, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my brain is Simon McCorkindale plays a okay, I think we call it behavioral science now, yes, that's what I think we'd call it. But he plays a professor of behavioral science who talks about the link between criminality and animals, right? And his, the name is Dr. Jonathan Chase, he's an English professor. Oh, not talking like that. Leans leans heavily on the fact that he's British, and you know has that whole kind of draw. And what I didn't know is that at one point he was in the running to be Bond. Really? And yeah, Tom McCorkindale was in the running to be Bond uh, in the eighties. That's Roger Moore era, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's Roger Moore era. So uh, obviously he was not successful. So uh, was taken by Glenn A. Larson and created Manimal. So Manimal is that Jonathan Chase. Uh, in times of need, will transform at will into an animal. Um, tends to be a black panther, but he also did a hawk, a kitten, a snake, and at one point, a bull. <coughs> Sorry. I'm saying this. It's just, it's just like, uh-huh, okay, cool. Um, I was because like because like the more you talk about it, the more I just think about the episode, my favorite episode that just stands out. It's yeah. Just I can't. No, keep talking. I'm gonna talk about so, it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, his uh, the uh, the um, officer is played by uh, Melody Anderson, who was in Flash Gordon, and she basically susses it pretty early, which I kind of appreciate. That she was intelligent enough to know what the hell is going on. Also, I believe in the pilot, he actually transforms next to her on her. Yes. Uh, so, uh, from from Panther status, and yeah, and then obviously he has the black friend, aka the black driver, Ty, um, who was Glenn Turban, but then obviously was then they just replaced it because you know you could just do that, just replace replace the black person. Yeah, all the lights, fine. Not like you know, Michael D. Roberts. Um, and yeah, so that was that was Manimal, and that was the basic premise. And I think the standout thing about about uh, Manimal is that the effects were done by the Stan was by my Stan Winston himself. Really? And what I found out in my research is that basically Stan Winston was given four months to do the effects, and also, which this is actually quite—I don't think I've heard of this before. Stan Winston actually filmed all the transformation sequences himself. So the thing, the thought behind that is if they could like recycle the transformation issues, um, like sequences, but Dan himself would be the one who'd film it against a blue screen so they could be reused again and again. Um, and 
would you like to guess that the year later, what uh, what film Stanley, sorry, Stanley, may he rest, Stan Winston worked on? May he rest too. Um, yeah. Well done, bruv. Yeah. Abs. Well done. Ab- perfect. Perfection, bruv. Yes, the, the film that was after uh, Manimal was Terminator. So you can kind of see if you look at some of the effects with like, especially like the bit in Terminator where you have like a head puppet with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. You can kind of see the uh, the kind of beginnings of that in Manimal. And um, I mean, anyone who follows Stan Winston's work knows that this man loves a, uh, he loves, a, he's always loved a kind of werewolf transformation uh, process yeah. and I've got to say I was hypnotized when they were like showing like how he did it and how he kind of it's a mixture of you know basically effects um you know of not CGI it's kind of like you know practical effects filming techniques and his whole you know stand with like the basings in nature but it was just fantastic to watch him like draw Simon McCorkindale and just merge these like animalistic things onto him and watch him transition it's absolutely brilliant but um, yeah, it was abs- so I just found that absolutely fascinating. And it always, I think that's the bit me used to get slapped about, bro, was when the, <sighs> you start breathing, you're like, uh-oh, here he goes. Yeah, he's going to change. Like, and his hand goes into, goes into like that. Pole, and the hand. The hand starts bubbling. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> and then goes, the hand gets darker and darker yeah. and darker. And no, I didn't notice until I rewatched it, but I was like, wait, hang on. His clothes were always back on. Like Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Was it just what? Yeah, the clothes. Yeah, clothes always came back. Yeah, <laughs> they were fine, and, and these are high end. I mean, this ain't no like, like you know, stretchy like This is like high end suits. It just came back like whatever. Yeah, come back just so, just so, no issue whatsoever. Um, another thing I found out was they did, and it's a thing they do a lot in um, like Murder She Wrote and like other things like and like Columbo, where they have the villain of the week. But they made the villain of the week people that you that you were very familiar with. So like Ursula Andrus was the first villain. Robert England was a villain of the week. Of course he was. James Hung was uh Hong was a was a villain of the week as well. And it was just and also I've got to say, uh the, the vagueness of how he got his powers is also like I'm sorry, what? Did he like get from people in the mountains or something? Africa. I wish there was people in the mountains. <laughs> he did go to Tibet. There was a whole Tibet thing. Because uh, that kind of got into the whole backstory uh, with him and Ty. But the whole thing was that he... Uh, the, uh, the dad got the powers from his time in Africa. They're that vague. They have a kind of like bog standard, a little bit racist uh, voodoo person in the background in a montage. Where it just don't look good. You know when they like have black people having black blue skin? We're talk, are, we, are we talking, um, what's his name? Um, what was that wrestler's name? Saba Simba? Oh, no. So... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you know what, though? Yeah. What, Saba yeah. Simba? It's a Saba Simba. It's... <laughs> what, Saba Simba, Coco Beware? We, we can... I think it's more Saba Simba than Coco, Coco Beware. Yeah. In fact, you know what's actually like. Do you remember at the end of Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice takes takes the uh, takes the voodoo guy's uh, ticket to go next? Oh yeah, that but with blue skin. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I've got to say, it's so surreal. And this is why I said about going down the rabbit hole, because it, it came up recently about Man of War. I was like, I need to do this for the, for the episode, because I do, I did love it. Brother and I used to absolutely love watching it. I didn't realise how short it was, but then it made me realise like how much of Glenn A. Larson's work is, in, is, is interwoven in our childhood. So, and, and the hits and the misses. So for all of the hits, which is Knight Rider, Battlestar Galactica, Fall Guy, Quincy, you get the misses, which is Manimal. Um... Can we count Buck Rogers in the 25th century as a miss? I would say that's more of a cult hit. Yeah. It's a cult hit, but mm. still, it's a miss. They haven't remade it yet, so I still can't. They haven't remade it yet, so, so there's that. Uh, Auto Man. I'll say what now? What's Auto Man? Okay, Auto Man. Okay, because... if you see it, you'll remember it. Mm-hmm. The reason you remember it is because it's the thing, it's, it's the series they tried to make a kind of Tron version. Oh, the... I, did it have a car? No, no, exactly. Yes, well, it had a car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they basically like, lifted the effects that they used in Tron and used it in this series, Auto Man, which also lasted just for a single season. Shock horror. And one called Nightman, which I think I thought was they were winding me up. Nightman. Yes. Apparently based on a comic. Well, as in, this is a... as in the master, as in the master, um, scarred up guy of Liam Neeson film. Liam Neeson? No, that's Darkman. Oh, so guy is Marvel comic technically Darkman. Yeah, but um, Nightman. Yeah, I, I, I needed to look more into it and kind of ran out of time. If I'm honest, because I was like, where, what comic is this? But Nightman, which came on in the '90s, had like a team up where Manimal came back with. His daughter. Shut up. And Manimal also. Shut up. I didn't see this episode. What is it? Shut up. <laughs> daughter. No, okay, okay, guys, I'm, I'm just ready. Okay, get ready. Not only is it that um, it's Nightman and they team up, he teams up with Manimal. Manimal has now elevated his powers where he can travel through time. Shut up. What? <laughs> and Jack the Ripper turns up. Jack the Ripper. It sounds like a fever dream, but I'm <laughs> seriously not. Nightman and Manimal and and Manimal's daughter, and they're taking on Jack the Ripper, who wants to kill Manimal's daughter, and Manimal can 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 um can travel through time. I need to see this on the link in the end. I, I will I will find it. Um, I will I'll leave a link in the description if I can. And yeah, apparently this was meant to. It's in the nineties. This was like meant to be a kind of can we get Manimal back on the screen? And the answer was no. We. <laughs> if you can give him a power boost, at least give me a reason for why he got a power boost, is what I'm saying. You know, he's... <laughs> well, that's, that's what I mean. Like, how are we elevated from to. Oh, oh now he can travel through time and space. Oh, he's got a daughter now. See, oh, yeah, she can do it too. Oh, oh, 100% here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, they don't, of all the villains that they could have picked, Jack the Ripper. What's yeah. the questions? Yeah. How, else, how else has he never been caught? He escaped in time. It's, it's, it makes sense. I mean, and, and and that's the thing that I kind of appreciate about like about the Glenn Larson kind of era of doing stuff. You know, I mean, shout out to Knight Rider and the other well known Fall Guy. You know, <laughs> where you had 
you know, Glenn Larson writing the music as well as uh, producing it. Quincy, you know, is one of my go-tos um, when I'm feeling a bit rough. I like to Six Million Dollar Man. You know, so many things have, like, Glenn A. Larson's mark all over it. And then you get to Battlestar Galactica, of course, involved in the original and, you know, created the original and was back for the whole of the redo, which, you know... Down the test of time. That's going to need an episode because it's oh, just... Oh. Oh, it's, it's one of my on my to do lists as well. Mm, exactly, um, and the, and this is when all, the Mormonism of it all comes in because a lot of the elements of Mormonism were incorporated into the original Battlestar Galactica. So things like being sealed to each other and being tied for eternity and getting your own planet, yeah, uh, because Glenn A. Larson was a Mormon. So yeah, like I said, I went down the rabbit hole, but it's. It's funny just how much it's like kind of experiments and what things were Glen A. Larson and what things weren't Glen A. Larson. Like, I kind of presume that Street Hawk was a Glen A. Larson. It wasn't. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I can say it was that a bit of a <laughs> But who, was, who else was there other than Glen? I think Glenn was the name, but it's like there were others that kind of took that. Because I think the thing with the 80s is a lot of the things carried on the same aesthetic with the buddy, right? Hmm. So from TJ Hooker to Sledgehammer to Manimal, there's that buddy dynamic to Magnum PI. There's that buddy dynamic, which is just kind of the 80s thing. Yeah. But then you kind of get into you know, those who want to change it. Then it becomes a whole kind of thing of like, put you off the back of Night Rider, people are like, well, we need a buddy who is also either a speaking insert object here or Black. an animal object that can't speak. Blue Thunder, Street Hawk, etc. That's true, that was the and then Yeah, and then because yeah. They're, sim they're similar looking, like, like the, the death note of Manuel was the fact that in the States it was kind of put up, a, it was put up um, in the in near Dallas, which is called the Dallas Death Slot. Oh, so no chance. <laughs> exactly. Whereas here, obviously, in syndication, we, it was like a Thursday, like either a Wednesday or a Thursday, mm. which it really didn't have a problem. Things like that could be put on at any time over here because it didn't really have the same the same issues. Like I remember, like at one point seeing Manimal and Nintendo never seeing Water Margin at the same time on BBC Two. It's only until it's only later on when like we get access to cable and like Sky TV. Where we start to have that whole kind of oh actually these things are going against each other but over here it was like a free-for-all so we saw things you know any and everywhere and out of context like sledgehammer to me was friday nights versus like and tj hooker was like friday nights or saturday and they might chuck on a man more on the wednesday or thursday but um yeah i just i just thought i'd have to because i just honestly i think the concept of it I'd love to know the process behind it. Like, there's a guy. He changes into animal. What are you going to call it, Glenn? Mm. Uh, I thought Manbat was one of the worst names I've ever heard in my life, but I think Manimal might be up there. See, if you're the main black character, that'd be class as being racist. I bet you any money. For real, though. No, but it would be, though. Like, a hench black guy called Manimal would be like, what the? What are you trying? Mm. Calling Tyro Manimal. <laughs> Especially if he only turns into certain things, he'd be like, no, he can't turn into an ape, I'm sorry. No, we're not doing no, that. Oh, hell no. 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 no, no, don't do that. Thank you very you much. You've seen the name Tyrone, innit? 
and he was Kotai. He was Kotai. He was the the the, the black guy literally was Kotai, right? Yeah. yeah, sweet boy by day, manable by. Let's <laughs> that members only jacket. But um, <laughs> bro, you say what's your favorite episode on Manable? Okay, do you remember the the martial arts episode? Is that one with James Hung's in? Think so now. Think about it. It probably was because like you, t- you know, it's like what did he turn into? That might be why he, he didn't. It. That's a thing. Because like in because like because in this one, the challenge was him to learn from the animals he changes into and replicate those skills into a martial art. Oh no! <laughs> it basically it was a animal montage. In a sense, the whole thing's like, a animal montage. Because I, I remember there was there's one scene, this key scene, where yeah. he, where he got a snake a rattlesnake and to test his hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Speed. He'll put his hand in front of the snake and dodge it every time. I saw, to... it. I saw it today. <laughs> I saw clips of it today on yeah. the video I was watching it. I was like, yeah. And he's like got his hand in front of it. On his, he's crouched down. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. Like, because I remember oh. there's, there's the scene where he's getting ready to, where he's ready, ready to fight and Ty's like, just say the word. I'll open that cupboard up. You can go in there and change into whatever. He's like, nope, I am not doing that. I am going to be fighting like a man kind of thing. And then the other's full-blown. Like, I, I remember the episode. <laughs> I saw the episode, like, twice. So I'm trying, like, it's been years since I've watched it. At the time, I thought it was pretty decent. Probably watch it now. We probably, like, way dated. But, but yeah, oh. it was just, it was just, just watching him. Just that seething crouch of the snake, just, Dodging it, I'm like, are you just pissing the snake off? It's gonna kill you. Tyrone should kiss his teeth and left. What the stupidness, you idiot? That's a goddamn pamphlet. Let's be over and done with. Or snake versus snake. Or, or snake versus. Do you know? I remember we used to play a game, didn't we? Like of what should versus what. Well, I, I remember playing a game with you where like snake versus eagle, so versus something, and we tried to come up with the stupidest like animals he should turn into and then we were and then we realized that we that we were we were full because then we saw a bull and we were like we've got nothing here we have nothing absolutely nothing we never saw that coming we were going for cool animals turn to a goddamn bull and i don't think that one even got a trans a transformation sequence now they couldn't afford it so no, man, it was real slow back then after that was cancelled so i can have a bunch it, it was because of once again like a lot of them cancelled due, due to like low viewing figures but I would you like to see that revamped? Here's my question. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. Silence. I was like, uh, uh. I'm, I'm, it's hard because technology now, it probably might run, but I would have to leave that in the past, man, because that's just definitive 80s for me. There's some yeah. things as we said, shouldn't be touched or shouldn't be remade. I don't think we're ready for Manimal in the 80s and I don't think we're ready for Manimal in the current climate also. 
think, you know what you know what stands up is the transformation sequence mm. that still stands up yes it's a little bit rough but i think i was watching it today and i just was like looking at like how he got from like from that and i know it's a different studio like rick baker did, doing the full one in american well american wealth in london but still like going from like this white dude going to a panther with all the skin and the transformation and i think if anything I've, even though the panther's my kind of favorite the hawk one's even better hmm. because it's like the the slow like and it's obviously due down to how brilliant stan winston was the slow transformation the feathers appearing like the beak was weird i, I won't that is weird but it still was like oh my this is this looks fantastic and i think it's it's the whole thing i mean i always said it about practical effects will win the day but you know it's just like you can see like the genius of stan winston that continues to this day you know i mean i know he's no longer with the may he rest but you know there's a stan winston school which is carrying on his techniques but it was just fantastic like i I mean, the story wasn't worth crap, you know. I mean, I can't, yeah. I can't think of it like a, a standout episode other than you, you're there for the spectacle of it all, really. But beyond that, think you know. of, think about it. Hmm. I wouldn't mind them bringing it back, but I know hmm. they wouldn't bring it back right. They would probably do like a kid-friendly version of it. Yeah, I could like I sadly can imagine a Nickelodeon version of Manimal. You know that's actually a good shout because like, that's too far fetched for Disney Plus, but Nickelodeon, I can see that actually working. Yeah, because like I, I can I can see that being a Nickelodeon original and then making that into a make that into our own thing, and then probably get a film franchise out of it from the part. But yeah, but and you know, I we could be pleasantly surprised by it. You never know. But, um, it's true. But yeah, it's I, true. It's it's weird because Manimal is like it's just it's just a guilty, it's a guilty pleasure. Mm. It is. It's, it's not good. It's 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 not good. I I watched an ep I watched the pilot again. I was like, oh, this is. But they beat up Melanie Anderson so goddamn much. Oh my god, she she gets flung about so 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 much. It was unreal. Where she, I'm like. And I think I did like a little like, let me just go for another pilot. I just kept getting her get beat up, thrown on boxes, thrown out of a window, thrown here. I'm like, does someone not like Melody Anderson? Because I, I don't get why she got to be taken on the hurt like this. Slap, beat down, punch in the face, punch downstairs, <laughs> punch, kick down. I'm like, okay. Pay yeah. them bills, girl. <laughs> Back then, isn't anything to get your foot in the door? But it's like there's got to be there's got to be a limit and there's got to be a level and I it's, it's almost like they 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 made her suffer for her intelligence. Just like the fact that you suffered from day one, I'm gonna beat you up because I don't like when you're intelligent like that. You should have stayed dumb and intrigued by the British guy who somehow says that animals are like criminals. It still doesn't make sense. I don't think we call it. I think it would be called behavioral science, but. I would have questions if a teacher was like, so I'm going to show you how this crook is like a bear. And I'm like, that's very much. As you can see, he gives no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Give me a 6,000 word essay. <laughs> on, how many fucks can you can a bear give if he was a human? 
Yeah, yeah. I think I, I kind of have to kind of give credit to a lot of the, um, the the stations that like allowed people to throw shit at walls and see what would stick. It's almost like because you had things, things like Dallas, they were like, well, that's doing the thing. What do you want to do? You want to do a thing called Night- Nightman? Yeah, do it. Okay, fine. I don't care. And another I didn't know is that until my research is that um, Battlestar Galactica was like one of the first TV shows to have a budget. And this is the original of a million dollars an episode. Back in the 80s? Back in the 80s. Damn. Yeah, because we're not talking the re- reboot, we're talking like the 80s, they gave it a million dollars an episode, but you can kind of see where the money runs out at some point. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, you were about to say, the first couple of things, like, yeah, I can see yeah. the money, barely yeah. ran out. This is this is like back to when, when we when we in season one did did V and I, and I said they literally blew the budget of V in the first episode with the explosions and then was like oh oh <laughs> mm. oh you said four four epi- oh oh right yeah we blew up the helicopter I thought oh okay but yeah a million dollars an episode uh, Harlan Ellison was not a fan. Um, you know, Harlan did um, but, um, Babylon, Babylon 5. Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> he basically accused him of, uh, Glenley Larson, of, like, basically taking storylines from him and just recycling them and chucking them into anything he could think of. <laughs> like, any movie of the week he could think of. And actually was a bit of a court case around um, Glenn Larson and... I, and uh, Battlestar because he didn't. He said he didn't get um, the credit that he was due when the re when it was redone. So, yeah. Uh, but I feel like I feel like I need to do a deep dive on Gwen Larson because it's a struggle to get from the Four Guy to Battlestar Galactica to Buck Rogers Twenty Fifth Century to Manimal to Auto Man to Nightman. Nightmare's, Nightmare's the laziest name. I, I see. I think that's the laziest name I've ever heard. I think it is. I'm just, when you say Nightmare, I'm just picturing like a a ripoff of the Shadow. It's bad. I I it's it's. I'll share it. It's I'll share the what I can find. It's awful. Um, it's not even the Shadow. Like, oh my god. Oh, it's that? that guy. Oh, that's okay. terrible. It's like a poor man's Midnighter. Thank you. Thank you very much. Like that or a poor man's what steel, Shaq steel. Do you know what steel looks better? And that's saying something. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When, I'm, when you say a poor man's steel, that's bad. Oh, I do yeah. remember this comic actually. Do you remember the comic? Yeah. What, what was it? DC, Marvel, indie, what? Um, I think it was Image. Oh, the Image. Right. Okay. Interesting. Oh, Malibu, was, I, Malibu. Okay, no, Malibu. Who Malibu? Comics. Malibu comics. Oh, Malibu comics. They did like a bunch. Of, it was like, yeah, I don't know how prominent they are now. Early nineties, late two thousands, I think, or early two thousands. Right. Um, okay. they were like they did like oh, what are the characters they did. Like characters like Prime. There's a bunch of characters you probably if you saw them. You wouldn't know them. You by name, but um, right. But yeah, Malibu comics—they were a thing once upon a time ago. Right. Okay. Because I, I was like, Nightmare comic. I was like, I. This is, doesn't look like in the 
the regular roster of stuff. It doesn't ring a bell, but you know, once again, I lean on your excellent knowledge, bruv, to uh, to guide us through. But um, yeah, I t- I I, I t- <laughs> you know, sometimes when you watch something and you're like you're taken back. I literally was watching it. I was taken back to being in my front room in Brixton and watching Manuel and thinking it was literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life at that point until Street Hawk came on and I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I need to do more because I know there's Knight Rider as well. So it's like, it's like for every, every thing that, that missed with Grenade Larson, something really hit and it just defined the time like Battlestar, like Knight Rider. Um, yeah. What do, what, what do you guys think? I think I really want to watch that episode. The episode, the comedy episode of Manimal. I really want to watch that just to set myself at ease. Is that Manimal or is that Manimal with Nightman? I think the Nightman crossover, I might have to wait for a bit because after seeing that costume, being reminded, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) I'm in two minds. I'm scared to go back to watch Manimal, but on the flip side, it gives me another reason to watch Knight Rider again. That is true. That is true. I mean, Knight Rider is still <laughs> Knight Rider. Knight Rider: The Evil Kit is still one of my favorite episodes of all time. Oh, oh, oh car. <laughs> car, yeah, yeah, car, car. car. <laughs> I mean, the brain cells were working overtime with that one, isn't it? Kit versus car, but yeah. I'm, to be fair, you've given me reason to hunt Knight Rider now because I need it. No, my collection is missing. I need to have it. Night Rider, see, Night Rider needs another ep- needs an episode all by itself because it's like it was actual perfection. Oh, the, the music, the, the music, music oh. the Night Rider. That that end. That honestly, it's actually perfection. It's like okay, crystallized the eighties into something. It's like that title sequence with the sun coming up oh, and the, oh. the 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 the, yeah, the 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 little kind of verb on the on the fact that you know the sun's coming up. There's the heat that. That beat that even Buster Rhymes is like, we have to use that. I, yeah. We need to we need to use that right now. Um, just, just the fact that you're like, we're gonna make uh, we're gonna make this man a star. This man being, oh my god, why am I forgetting forgetting his? his oh my god, no. oh my, why, why, why am I forgetting the main characters? Um, who he was? Hasselhoff, what, Michael Knight. Thank you, Hasselhoff. Yeah. I went Fassbender. I was like, no. no <laughs> it's like Hasselhoff in that outfit with all of that and that hair. The whole thing, and it's like a talking car, the car that everyone wanted in their whole life. Like, it's just, it was just perfection. It was just perfection. It honestly just, I, we need a Night Rider episode. Look, any intro where a shadowy flight into a dangerous world oh my God. <laughs> doesn't exist has my attention straight away. And that's why it's like, I love it because it's like, there are so many other versions that tried to hit and it did not. But for some reason, this just Knight Rider just hit it. And and yeah, I we're gonna have to do a Knight Rider episode in future, but I yeah. just thought I'd start with Glen A. Larson Rabbit Hole with Manimal because it is when you when you try to say that as a concept, it sounds it sounds like you're in a fever dream. <laughs> it sounds like something's wrong with you. It's like so you so what? You t- Okay, so he turns into a panther. How does the panther help exactly? Like, how does the panther help? Oh, it scares them. Okay, cool. Um, okay, okay. So how does the snake help? Uh, okay, 
Why is the cat down her boobs? Just, how, how is that helping the criminality? How do we, okay. Okay, right. I love mm-hmm. I would love to have been in that meeting when this is all discussed. And the thing is, it's not, it's not the most batshit thing we've ever seen on TV. That's mm-hmm. the thing, it's not the most crazy thing we've ever seen on television. Somebody had to pitch these things and a bunch of people said, yes, you should do this. And yeah, history was made, I, I guess. Something was profit. I mean, profit wasn't even really made with with Manimal. It was, ugh, which is why it lasted only eight episodes and was deleted after a season. And but it's gone on to that whole thing. It's gone on to cult status because it is. It's almost like it's so bad it's good. Is it so bad it's good? Well, it's not. Probably. That, it's not that bad. It's just not, not that, that good. Bad. It's, yeah, it's in that in between. It's like yeah. it's something's missing to make yeah. it so bad it's good. Well, the concept of it, like. It's interesting, like the idea of someone just turning to an animal, but it's when you think about it, what yeah, like like you said, like okay, he turns into a panther, now what? Does he eat human flesh? Does that make him a cannibal? Like if he does that? Is it just intimidation? Okay, intimidation and I can't get go so far. So is he bulletproof? No, you can still get shot technically, right? Yeah. Like 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 it's a cool concept, but they're forced behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when you have like it's like when you have a it's like you know sometimes you watch something you go I can see how you pitched this and it was a brilliant pitch, that was a good pitch because now I'm seeing it I'm seeing like oh my god there was that series was it um nearly human or something I thought because it's got an American version and a US human. version almost human, human yeah that's the one where uh, no uh, not that one it's the one where um the vampire oh, and the, yeah, being, like, being human being human being human yeah the vamp yeah and, like I can see that pitch because it's a goddamn brilliant pitch. Yeah, the yeah. the um you know the werewolf and the vampire who live together with the ghost. He doesn't mm. know why she's not moved on. It's like a fantastic concept, and it's executed brilliantly. And I think the British version is fantastic and was just perfect for the work where it is. I can see the concept. Manimal is weird. It's very weird. And I think I, you, I, I think, I think I chose this as my topic off the back of the success of The Last of Us, because we wanted it to be so good, and it's been better than we've even dreamed. And I'm hoping what we can all do is like give it all a watch, and then come together and do like a combined episode where we talk about The Last of Us video game and The Last of Us um, um, TV series, <laughs> and give our credit as to what worked, what didn't, where to go next, what have you at some point in the future when we've got the time but i think that'd be something i'd like to explore which is why i did a tv episode today because yeah. i'm just relieved i've come on this podcast and been like please last of us don't let me down and boy it did not let me down i'm it's like you was, you know you, know, you, you relief cry that's come to the end and that's kind of it so yeah i think in the future i'd like to do an episode where we all watch it our homework is to all watch last of us and come together and have a chat about it and talk about it in detail because I think we haven't done that in a while. We've really just gone in and just been like, "This didn't work. This didn't work." But mm. um, I think we can say, "Animal, uh, I didn't work." So, <laughs> so yeah, Aaron. What? What's that? Sorry. I think it tried. And... It tried, but then you know what? I love that as well. I'll, that's why I kind of like that that time of television. That things got at least you got to try it. Mm got to try a thing to see what would happen and see if if there was 
some an audience there that's going to pick this up and go yeah we're gonna we're gonna you know like you know it's like there's a reason why for some reason no like murder she wrote took off and has and had so many you know but then other things haven't been as successful you just never know and i like the fact that other things had a chance to, to give it a try at least as but, we enter the, the 20th season of, of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, what's that about? I'm sorry, how on earth that has gone on for that long? Now, I don't even watch the programme, but I'm sure the main stars has left that show now, right? Look, I, I said it before, I say it again. I saw something on Black People Twitter that said that Grey's Anatomy is, is, is basically the white woman one piece. And I'm like, <laughs> where is the lie? Where is the lie? I'm sure that's still going. Eeyore didn't even go on for that long, right? I, 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 oh, I don't even know. Oh, probably, probably oh. 15 episodes. Or 15 episodes, 15 seasons, even? Seasons. Oh my god, just saying it. Like, you know, when something sounds heavy. Like, oh. yeah. well, it's, it's, look, well, to be fair, it's, it's outlasted Supernatural, and that says a lot. You know, I feel like with that, with Deja Vu, we, I, th- I think just because we, we, we've said the end of Supernatural twice. Is it really over? Is it really, really over, guys? Well, but considering, the Winch- that, uh, yeah, considering the Winchesters, um, the new, or well, the new, like, what's the word I'm looking for? The new... Is it a prequel series? It's not even a prequel, it's a Tenneke's a spin-off. Tenneke was a okay. spin-off, mm-hmm. which was, because like, but, but, how it ended, oh, you, no. you had Jensen Eccles coming back as Dean, and talking about because technically you've, you've discovered that basically that the world you've been following isn't their world. It's another. It's another alternate world with with Winchesters and demons and blah blah blah. Because you think you're following like his like you, you, his, his mom and his dad's, but mm. considering what you've learned in Supernatural, what happens in that show doesn't make sense because obviously they, they lot of them didn't both of them didn't really work well. The dad wasn't really, really aware of his... Aware, was it? Yeah, he was aware to an extent, but he wasn't aware of his lineage when it comes to his father, basically. Mm. You find out that, you find out, like, um, that um, that his father comes from a line of of men of paper, or men of words, whatever they're called, and um, it's it's just like a secret society of other things, and yeah, it was was weird. But yeah, basically, Jensen School's... And a few other characters from the actual um, from the actual supernatural series uh, turned up at the end of season one of Winchester's, implying that yeah, it ain't done. Yeah, so okay, season sixteen probably confirmed next year. <laughs> See, every time you say it, because every time it goes done, yeah, another season turns up. So I feel like is it us? Is it our magic? We are keeping them going. Mm. Well, I, I, did, I did start rewatching that sign now, to be fair. Oh, bless. Anyway. You know, on that note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it, I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to say that's enough. Sounds know. good to me. But I hope, I hope you enjoy my little trip down memory lane. I'm going to leave some links. To... <laughs> I'm going to try and find Nightman. And I'm going to leave a link to the I don't know the, the whatever it is of Manable that I can find. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a link to the transformation sequence because some of y'all are gonna need to see it to actually believe what in life I'm talking about. Because you may think that the heavy breathing thing, I'm saying about heavy breathing, a sweaty brow, and the hand make no sense. But when you see it, it will make complete sense. Shout out to Stan Winston every time. May he rest. But on that note. 
if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can find us on the Instagram at Messed Up Pod. You can email us at centuriesavengers at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at and messed. Uh, Big Man, what's your socials? They can be found on <clears throat> Steak on Twitter at War3782 and on Instagram underneath Mr. Underscore Roberts underscore V1. Mr. Classic, are you able to say what your socials are? Sadly, yes. Um, you can find me on YouTube under Instant Classic underscore KB. You can also find me on TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram under Instant Classic underscore Gaming. Perfection. Thank you all for going on this weird journey. I promise you there'll be more weirdness to come because, you know, we didn't even get into Auto Man probably. But um, thank you very much for your ears and your time. Take care and see ya. Take it easy. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.